This is Bigger Pockets Daily, real estate investing education for your earballs. The following article was first published on biggerpockets.com/blog. We'll link to it in the show description, but you can see the photos, comments, and related articles. We know you've heard it before. Cash flow is getting very hard to find. There's always long-distance investing, but you may be thinking, I don't have a team, enough experience, or the market knowledge to get in. That's where you're wrong, and it's also where Rent to Retirement comes in. Rent to Retirement offers fully turnkey properties that are newly built or renovated, leased and managed, allowing you to invest out of state with confidence. They've got single family, multifamily, new build, and syndication opportunities across multiple markets. They even have bird deals with immediate equity. Rent to Retirement helps investors learn how to build a bulletproof business plan with the best investment and tax strategies around to help you reach financial freedom through real estate. There's no excuse not to get started in real estate investing when you have the right team and systems already in place. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's renttoretirement.com. Or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app slash landlord. That's rent.app slash landlord. U.S. housing starts fell again in June. What it means for investors by Anna Cottrell. Builders nationwide are warning real estate investors that new construction in the U.S. could be entering another phase of decline after showing continued growth since the end of the Great Recession. Privately owned housing starts had their slowest month since September 2021, dipping 2% month by month since May. According to the June U.S. Census Bureau report, housing completions also slowed down in June, showing a 4.6% decline. The most dramatic slowdown is being observed in the single-family sector. Here, the dip in housing start numbers is much more dramatic than the average, a significant 15.7% below June's figures. 
Building permits were also down by 8%, which is the strongest indicator that future construction in this sector is in jeopardy. Completion numbers are also lagging, with 1.68 million units started but not completed as of July. The construction industry is still reeling from months of labor and material shortages, with the supply of timber especially hard hit. Slow completion rates and the many difficulties builders face, such as inflation and tightened and varied regulations across states, are creating a knock-on effect, where future construction will also be subject to continued delays and shortages, but perhaps even worse than it's been. Multifamily starts showing strength. Not all housing starts are falling uniformly. Currently, housing start figures are being evened out by the multifamily sector, the only sector where numbers are improving. Housing starts of five units and more leaped by 15% in June, up 16.4% year over year. Real estate investors should pay attention to this specific trend because it will likely continue into the foreseeable future. There is a shortage in the multifamily rented housing start sector, though, with single-family Rents rising steeply, the appeal of multifamily rented home construction is increasing, buoying up this construction segment. So, while overall buyer traffic is beginning to tick down thanks to the record home prices and rising interest rates, multifamily building is on the up, offering buyers a highly sought-out alternative to unsustainable rent levels. This is highly likely to become a longer-term trend for families seeking affordable housing options nationwide. Now remember, the pandemic has made vast swaths of the population more mobile and has created an appetite for moving to areas with more affordable housing. The multifamily housing start model is a model for the future and will only become more in demand with time. Will the significant pullback from the single-family sector cause a nationwide housing market decline? In a word, no. Firstly, it's important to factor in regional variations. The decline in single-family new construction and permits is uneven geographically. The Midwest is actually experiencing an increase in single-family housing starts, while other regions, notably the Southwest, are declining this suggests that the single-family segment is volatile, but that the downward trajectory is not uniform and is likely to be impacted more by regional socioeconomic factors than by a systemic decline. Investors will need to pay close attention to regional differences and what they mean for future investment prospects in the single-family segment. Now, the other important thing to remember is that even with a steady decline in housing starts and building permits, home prices will not crash. In many ways, the new normal housing market conditions of the pandemic have skewed perceptions of what housing market growth ordinarily looks like. The near 20% home price increases we've seen during the last two pandemic years were never here to stay. The 7-8% to growth levels we see now are closer to pre-pandemic market conditions, which were still auspicious. Even with a decline in home price growth, home prices are still rising, so they won't dip below profitable levels anytime soon. Note to investors, every investor should bear in mind the continuing shortages in the housing sector. This shortage will not ease anytime soon. In fact, we've been short for over a decade. 
It's not going to suddenly change this summer, which means that the housing market will remain stable and home prices will remain elevated. Okay, pretty good stuff, right? Thanks for taking time to listen to this article. Now remember, the Bigger Pockets calculators are powerful tools to help you make sound investing decisions. You can get five free reports at biggerpockets.com slash calc. And pro members get unlimited use. I'll see you back here in 24 hours or less.